Blog Talk Radio. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Hi everyone, this is Natalie Jean. That's what Yes, it's Chatting with Nat. And today we have the honor of having singer-songwriter performer Nikki V. Nikki V is a powerful, no-bullshit artist performer. She's sculpted herself into a dynamic onstage presence, seductively strutting across stages, ready to slay all audiences with the domination of her power chords and the potency of her rock and roll vocals. She is an artist of uncommon boldness and a whole lot of rockin' good fun. Her debut single, The Baby Doll, was recorded in Cleveland by Jim Wirt and mixed in Vancouver by legendary producer Danielle Robert. Let's give her a round of applause. It's Nikki V. Hi, Nikki. How are you? You know, I'm doing pretty good. That's pretty good. Pretty good. How has has this whole pandemic thing been treating you? You know, it's, it's changed me in ways that I didn't think were possible. Some good, some bad, not much, not much bad, more good than anything. I'm uh, I'm about ready for it to be over. Amen. Amen. <laughs> you know, yeah. I know, well, I'm in Canada, I'm in Canada. So it's a whole lot different too. Like we've totally reverted back to day one. It's like, I was talking really? to my friend the other day. Like, it's like a bad episode of South Park up here. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah, you know but uh, everybody's getting vaccinated. The more people that get vaccinated, I guess it seems the better things the outlook is. So, uh, you know, hey, man. <laughs> no, I, I feel like I don't I, know. <laughs> I mean, either. I, it's like, it's, it goes back and forth. I just came back from Oklahoma, and over there, it's like totally different. It's like there's certain stores, they don't care if you wear a mask. Then you go somewhere else, they want you to wear a mask. Then you go in a lift, they don't want you, they don't care. Then you go in an Uber, yes, they do care. Then you do this, they don't care. It's like, okay, somebody needs to make up their mind. And it's, a, it's a giant gaslighting. It's like an, a, a toxic relationship. We're all in a toxic relationship with COVID. Yes. Amen to the gaslit left right center. You know, like I don't want anyone to get sick. I don't want it. To, I don't want to get sick. I'm pretty sure I've already had it because I last year but I didn't know it was before the Christmas time so and it was not a very good it was a terrible sickness and it was a nightmare and I was like if that was it like yeah I don't want that again but I also just don't like being so confused I get confused easily right (laughs) and then I just like believe that I believe I'm gullible and I just believe what everybody says oh okay cool oh (laughs) you know yeah, but it's okay if you go a lot of the stuff in this mess because there's been so much um, told to us. I mean, I got COVID in December, and it's the worst thing. So, um, yeah. 
and I've been vaccinated. Um, I don't like vaccines. I don't take the flu shot, but I'm doing it for mankind, damn it. So Yeah, you know, like, I'm I'm totally not down with the flu shot because I just know over the years, every time somebody's like, you're going to get your flu shot, and then right? they get it, and, they, and they're so sick. And I'm like, why would I get, they're like, oh, it's okay, this is just what it does. I'm like, I don't want that. Me <laughs> I'm like, I'm just not going to touch anyone. I'm going to stay away from people. I'm, uh, I've always been like a no hugging type of person, just because right. I'm like keep your your smells and your germs to yourself. I don't like perfume. I'm like I don't wear perfume and stuff, so I don't like other people's perfume on me. And every everybody wears cologne and perfume. Oh you know? my goodness! Yeah, I listen. So I'm I've always you. been. Yeah. I'm, the I'm people who you. love to hug the most, the people the people who hug the most, are getting the flu. We're getting the flu long before COVID. My former job used to ream me about not wanting to take the flu. And I said, well, you can't force me. I'm not taking this. Shit. And there's so many people that get it and they get sick. I said, I'm not, I don't even get the flu. So I don't yeah. need it. And I don't know. I, I, I don't want any of that crap. Okay. Just keep it to yourself. Um, so, you know, if I start getting it, I'll do it. But what, until then. Right. <laughs> It's like whatever. Well, I'll drink. I'll have. I'll eat my herbs and drink my weird teas. <laughs> That's right. I'm. Yeah. There you go. I'm following suit with you. Now, how would you describe your music? I think my music is. Um, it's just rock and roll. People are always like, "What? So, what kind of music do you play?" And I'm like, "I play rock and roll." And they're like, "Well, what kind?" And I just honestly just think it's just rock and roll. It's just simple songs meant to like make you rock out and break your heart a little you know I like well a little okay. bit of country and a little bit of rock and roll because there's always like a little bit of country flair going on in that because I uh, I'm from I'm from Alberta right very country place so, <laughs> it's in my blood it's in your blood it's in your blood um so what would you how would you say your music is unique or unusual I think it's unique in the way that I'm making it. Uh, I just can't really find another artist that I really sound like, you know? But that's good. And that's a good thing, you know? Like, there's a few, like, you know, that I'm like, oh, people are always, like, telling me I remind them of certain people, which is cool. (laughs) And, uh, you know, and then my dad says when I'm playing live, I sound like Tina Turner. Oh wow, that's no, a great I'm like that's such a beautiful compliment, Dad. <laughs> cool. <laughs> you know? And uh and I think it's just unique because it's like it's it's me and it's uh it's just I don't know. I'm just I just come from, I speak from the heart, you know. I just try to talk about my like like I, there's always like a relatable life experience of mine in my songs, you know, like there's always an ex boyfriend you can like Kind of the end of the trail of a song of mine. They <laughs> like that. I think artists like you, people are craving to hear because you know they're tired of the mainstream pop 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 pop. They want authenticity. They want to be the artist. And if you can do that, some of my favorite music though is pop, like Taylor Swift. I love her. I mean, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift is great, but if you listen to the radio, it's all the same damn thing all the time. 
It's the same it thing. And I keep telling people, I don't listen to Lizzo anymore. The fact they played her song. I don't listen to particular songs of hers anymore because they played it noon, morning, and night. And how much can you yeah, do? Then, <laughs> and then in five, in five years from now, you're going to bump it again, though. No, I, I'm not <laughs> you're going to be like, remember that song? Oh, that yeah, song I that's a song that I can't stand anymore because they played it to me. Listen, when we're I marketing, know. when we're marketing, I understand that you're gonna push it. You know, say, listen, this is my new single, this is my new album, blah blah blah. But after a while, see, during those spots where they're playing uh, Lizzo 500 times, they could incorporate five independent artists in there, five, just to get people to understand or no other artists because if it were up to the media and radio stations we would only know about Taylor Swift, Beyonce, uh, Kanye, um, Drake, all these people. I, I am tired of seeing them. I'd like to know other people so I get to talk to people like you and get to know other independent artists. Isn't that Which is cool. It's cool. Yeah and you know my friend was also my friend was also telling me like yesterday I was jamming because I'm doing a lot of cover song jams. <laughs> and uh, videos from my YouTube. And he's telling me, he's like, you know, if it wasn't for Spotify, there's all these independent artists he wouldn't know, you know, like better than the radio. And I'm like, you know what? I find people off YouTube also, or just like Instagram, actually. I find a lot of independent musicians on Instagram. I I do too. In fact, I think I find more of them on Instagram than I do on YouTube. I have to be honest. I think so too. I think I find more cool, yeah, more cool bands on Instagram, which is so cool because I'm just like, man, I love finding new music. It's such a good feeling. It makes you feel like a kid, you know, when you find a new favorite song. Because you're like, I remember when I was young, I'd be like, oh, this song is so good. And I'm like, how is there ever going to be a better song that's going to ever relate to my pain? And then a new song, because I'm like, oh, this is so great. Or, you know, how are we going to find a better party song than this, girls? And then something else comes out, and I'm like, yes. And now when I find something new, it just it gives me that youthful feeling of, like, being, like, teen years old and starting to party, just really starting to feel music, you know, smoking my first joints and, like, really getting into the groove of life. <laughs> That's what that's the feeling that indie artists give you. It's not, you know, it's not generic. Listen, I love Taylor Swift. I think she's a brilliant artist, but I know artists that that write better than she does. And you know, it's all subject, and they're independent artists. The point is, is that we're not being heard, and we need to bust yeah. out, and come up with some kind of thing where that people just will have to hear us, and then they're going to be like, oh my god, I didn't know you were around. And then, okay, let's get us some airtime. That's what we need because there's so many brilliant people like you and so many other people. And I mean, you deserve to be seen and heard. So, you know, is- that we just need to, we just need me to tour more. I just, I just got to get out and tour. I got to come tour, tour America. That's the goal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got to oh. get out of the cold, frozen north, which is, uh, which is going to happen. Because that's my thing. That's my favorite thing to do is, like, I'm more about, like, I just love doing, like, live shows Mm -hmm. and just, like, playing, you know. Like, I never really pay much attention to, like, much else when it comes to my band. But now now I'm like, you know, I got to get online. I got to show it off. 
you know, market people, which is kind of all new to me, all this new technology stuff, because I'm more of like, if it was up to me, I would just like move out into the mountains, start a commune, and then we would all just like be hippies and live off the land and have like underground greenhouses in the winter and like, you know, grow our own everything. And just like, you know. And, like, I'd spend my days just, like, playing with plants and playing music and living free, you know. But uh, we have to use social media and technology, so, which is also pretty cool because so many people get to hear you that way. Like, you get to meet people and find fans, like, all over the world because of that, which is cool and make all these great connections, like... That is a gift in itself, you know. That's what I find people don't understand. They don't use uh, social media, right? You got to use it for, like, finding cool things you love Mm -hmm. and learning. I've met a lot of people through social media, so I'm very grateful for that. Um, Oh, totally. Some of my favorite people in the world I've met on social media and for music also but also, like, musically related on social media, you know? Like, I meet someone, and they're like, oh, if you're in town, come to a show. And then all of a sudden, it's, like, a lifelong friendship. Right. You know? Or we meet a band to play with online, and then we play a show together, and then it's like, wow, lifelong friends, because we, because of Facebook. (laughs) We're finding bandmates. Now I'm like, oh, I need to find bandmates or people to jam with, you know? Like, I go to social media. That's all you need. That's all you need. That's yeah. one of the greatest things, you know, if you look at the positives and the cons of social media, the, the pros are just like what you're talking about, meeting new people, being able to collaborate, and long-lasting friendships. And then the other flip side is the, the arguing, the, oh, get on my face, the people think that you can't have an opinion, the friends that show you I call that. I call that Jerry Springer 2020. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Basically. I love to, but I, sometimes I get caught up like reading comments. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. You're like, I used to get caught. I try not to get caught up in the bullshit of commenting because, like, I got a real smart mouth and I can really just, like, I got, like, I don't have, I don't, you can't really hurt my feelings. It's pretty hard, you know, but I can make up really good jokes. Right. And so I, and you know, then it just starts this war between strangers. So I'm real. I just try to really stay off of that. Even right. Though it's funny for me, which is terrible. That's like, this is not a good trait. <laughs> but hey, no, but I'm perfect. I might be perfect I, in every other way, but yeah, sometimes I like a little social media drama. I like to dip my <laughs> head in the dirt. I'm like, eh, should I say something? Should I not? Recently, I've been trying to stay out of comments, but my God. Past six years of oops, it was back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and I was like, okay, we're just gonna have to agree to disagree. I'm done here. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, you know, you move on. You realize you're like, wow, this is stupid. I need to grow up and fucking move on. And then, you know, you move on. And then you just use it for what, for the for the greater good, for what mm-hmm. it was intended. <laughs> you know. Right. It's like a lot of things in life. There's a lot of products that are put on the market that are supposed to be used for good, moral, healthy things, and then people turn them into dirty, immoral objects. Right. (laughs) No, you're 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 you're, yeah, you're hundred percent right. Um, I'm gonna just eat this banana, okay, ladies. (laughs) Bananas for eating. 
not for making perverted videos online. <laughs> there, you there you go. Um, Those are funny as fuck. Say, <laughs> yeah. What would you say is the point in your life where you're like, whoa, I've got to do music? I think it was when I was like, I was, uh, because I've just been musical my whole life. And like when I was a little kid, I was like, you know, how always writing music and then when I was like turned I was grade seven I started I started playing in this like hip-hop group and I was like the singer of the hooks and then I was do my own songs and we'd go to the little towns and play and stuff and so I did it all through my teens and then I you know I got as soon as I hit like 20 or night it was like teen everyone's like oh you gotta get married and just go to school or something and then so I was like oh I tried to settle down with the dude and it just didn't work and he's just such a great guy and you know and I'm just too wild for that and I was like I just gotta like be an artist and it just I also felt like my mental health my mental health was struggling because I didn't have that creative outlet because music is such a for me it's such a a release you know it's like therapy I can put all of my like negative emotions and my negative feelings into my playing or into like my writing and just like singing and like, you know, I just let all of it out when I'm singing. And then it just keeps me balanced in every other part of my life, you know? Amen. So, and I realized that and I was like, you know, I have to, I just have to do music regardless of like what the point or what, you know, my outcome or my final destination in it is. I just have to do music for my, for my heart and soul to be healthy, you know? Yeah, no, I I get it. I mean, I, for me, it, music is my saving grace. So I get where you're coming from with that. Um, you know, there's so many things we can do. When we're sad, we're happy, angry, we can just belt it out and have a sense of some kind of relief. Uh, right. And it's such a good way to spend time. Like, it, people are always like, hey, come hang out. Let's go hang out. Let's go for, go do this. And I'm like, uh, I'd rather kind of just sit around and play guitar and sing songs to myself or just write some music or re- try to record some demos, you know, like it's just so I'd, just, I'd rather spend my time creating. I <laughs> Sorry, agree. Friends. Sorry, all my friends listening <laughs> <laughs> that aren't creators, all the non-creators. I love you and I miss you, but <laughs> it is I, what it is. <laughs> uh, so what is your process for songwriting? You know, it changes. Uh, it changes over the years, but lately I've uh, been doing this thing where I have. Uh, I just I come up with a melody, and then I write the song on the guitar mm-hmm. first, like the verses and choruses and everything. Make the whole guitar track, and then I just listen to it, and I just think about how it makes me feel. Okay. You know, and I just like. And then whatever words and whatever feelings start come to my mind or whatever life situation I'm going through at that moment, I just start thinking about that and I just start reminiscing to, like, conversations had and mm-hmm. good one-liners used, you know, the things people have said to me in the past, you know, right. people, you know, if it's like if I'm frustrated about a situation and I'm thinking about what this person said and I just try to use that as, like, a line you know and build off of that 
and then you know, and just throw in some fantasy elements so you don't know if it's all real or true, or if people can't really tell if it's about them, just so everyone thinks it's about them, you know. Now, it is kind of about everybody. <laughs> no, yeah, we have to pick and choose our themes and stuff like that. And, you know, you and I and a lot of other people, they write about personal things or, or things that we see. I mean, I was drawn to a uh, map one year. I said, okay, I'm going to write about this map. And the song came out. I was like, yeah, yeah. I can do that. I like to listen to songs that are very different. Like, how does this person come up with the lyrics? Oh, that's a good place to go. You know, you have to see the musician in their music, basically. I want to see your song. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. You know, like, I used to do, I used to just, like, write all the words first. Mm. You know, because sometimes, because I like to write poetry. I've been writing poetry my whole life, like. I have some poetry books from when I was like really young and it's just the cutest, funniest stuff. And I'm like, wow, I was a deep kid. (laughs) You know, like where did I get these emotions from at like eight years old? It's funny to me, but uh, you know, I used to just do poetry and then just like sing the poetry, you know, but uh, I just like to switch it up from time to time because I feel like it's just good to evolve you know and then it just gives me better more skills in my arsenal of like songwriting and playing you know now do you how do you record your music are you your you are you your own producer do you work with a producer go to a studio it's ever-changing at this moment i've uh <laughs> pre-covid i would always just go to a studio and record and work with a producer, but uh, my last original release, my Christmas song, I did, like, because we were all in lockdown, so we uh, set up a studio in the guitar player's garage, and we just recorded everything there and sent it all to producer. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy, Mike Fraser in Vancouver, and he helped me finish it and mix it, and... I loved it, and it was uh, it was awesome because it's like I record, well, you know, me I recorded it, I like produced it. That was a a huge challenge, and uh, it took us a few ch- times. Like we tracked the drums like three different days, because the first few times it was like, oh, you know, we did it, and I was like, it wasn't right, you know, because yeah. it took time for us to figure out our our levels and just right. to figure it out, right? But uh, going forward in the future, I like I prefer to have. I like I just prefer to work with a producer in a studio because mm. it's a yeah. lot more fun. Yeah, like that mm. to me, I, I really like music is fun for me, and I just I like having fun, and I'd rather do less work and have more fun. And so recording all my by own, like as well as like it's a great skill, and I'm so grateful that I'm like learning so much, and it's now become one of my passions. When I go forward, and I love to record my own cover songs, right? I love recording my own covers. That's super fun and creating our own versions. And uh, me and my friend Jason, we're doing some more uh, Rolling Stones covers. We're doing, uh, yeah, we're going to do Wild Horses right away because it's one of both of our favorite songs, so that's cool. But uh, for my originals, I really like to be in the studio and working with somebody else to get another perspective, a different, like, everybody's ears and 
and eyes and heart is different, you know, and how they see and feel the music's different. So I, I really prefer that to have that different perspective. Right. Just cause it, it changes it. And it's, it's always cha- it, in a good way, you know, just adds to it. Yeah. makes it extra special. So yeah, that's how I feel about the recording process. For <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. so me. Um, during you know, the next week, if you ask me, it's probably going to be different. <laughs> Hey, you're allowed to change your mind. You're allowed to change your oh, mind. Nobody do. We're not gonna. Sometimes we gotta change our minds on things. Did you live stream during the? No, I did not. I'm like, nope, that's not me. Nope, didn't do it. Um. No, we just had a bunch of secret. We just had a bunch of illegal jams. No. <laughs> illegal band practices. We were living above the law. <laughs> Hey, sometimes you gotta risk it. They had weird, weird rules over here. But no, I didn't do any live streaming. I was literally uh what I did was I went to the to the music store and I rented a bunch of recording gear and I just locked myself in my spare room and turned that into my studio. Okay. And yeah. I would just sit in there for like thirteen I would be like thirteen hours a day and I'd be like, Oh, three months go by and I'm like oh it's been no. three months already in here it's like I should go cut the grass <laughs> so I didn't and so yeah so it's really just like working on learning skills and stuff you know and learning no. all kinds of stuff, you know and it's great and I'm happy I've learned a lot and now I'm uh, recording my own covers and they sound that's, cool that's phenomenal I think a lot of people during the pandemic took the time to either freshen up their, their skills. Um, I know I took a lot of time to review all these webinars and conferences on music, on TikTok, you name it, everything, social media. And I've learned a lot. I was on Clubhouse learning a lot more things I didn't know as an independent artist of where I can place my music and try to get sync and licensing. So I think, you know, a lot of people had time to self-reflect on what they really wanted to do with their music or their lives during this time because I know a lot of people that I've spoken to said yeah you know there's a lot of introspection I realized I needed to be happy and I'm following my dreams and I'm writing more music so although the pandemic has been an awful thing we have millions of people have died there have been good that has come out I mean mother nature itself was like oh my god I can breathe nobody's out here in the world the animals came out and said oh the people are gone and it's part (laughs) pay right yeah oh yeah like yeah, I just use it. I just, I always just try to look at every, the positive side of everything. So I just was like, hey, I have all this free time. I'm going to use it to better myself, you know. But it's like, it really sucks, like, how many, you know, like, but still, I lost so much work, you know. Like, that's the flip side. All of that sucks. Like, there's so much bad things that happen to so many people I know. And exactly. Horrible. I had so many bad things happen to me in my life this year. I'm like, holy cow. But at the same time, to me, I'm like, meh. It doesn't really outweigh like when you think all about good it. at all. I'm like that's okay. I I'll be fine, you know. Yeah. <sighs> is, there, is there a particular song of yours that you really love to perform? Um, that you just say, "Oh my God, this is my jam. This is the song that I did so well." Um. I don't know. I never really thought if I had like a favorite perform. 
part of one of yours. You know, I don't know. I just love all songs. I think my favorite song to perform live is Baby Doll because it's just such a, the the beat is just so, like, driving. Right. And it's such a fun rock song that it's, like, it's such a headbanger that you're, like, like, it's just so fun to play live of my songs. That's what I love. And, uh, like, a cover song that I really love to play, uh, like a Rolling Stone by the Rolling Stones or Desperado by the Eagles. That one, I love to do that acoustically. Awesome. Awesome. And like a Rolling Stone, any Rolling Stone song. I actually, I used to have a Rolling, well, I still do. I have a Rolling Stones tribute band. It's more of a cover band because it's more of a cover band because we do our own versions. Like, you know, we play the songs, but it's a girl fronting it, you know? All right. Well, I yeah, I love Stones. They're, probably, they're my favorite rock and roll band. They just have so much diversity. There's, like, they got this wicked, like, all these cool country-infused <laughs> tunes, and then just every other song has the word rock and roll in it, you know? It's, like, it's dope. <laughs> it is dope. Now, you mentioned Baby Dog. Tell us what that song is about because I'm going to play it. That song is a love song. It's a love song about somebody that just really, really turns you on, like that you just really want to, like, just, like, fuck all the time. All right. You know? (laughs) But you guys are young and you're wild and you're all like partied up, you know. That's what that's about. All right. Well, we're doing it all, all night long. I, all night long. I love it. Uh, we're going to have support from our sponsor and we'll play this song. Hold on, hold on. Hi, this is Nikki Chris, and I host a podcast called Mixin' It. Mixin' It focuses on women in the music, entertainment, and the performing arts. Our goal is to provide an avenue for industry veterans and up-and-coming artists, musicians, engineers, and producers to showcase their talent. Listen to Mixin' It on Monday Music Madness at 8 p.m. Eastern on the Sim Radio Network.
Joan Jett. Oh, that's awesome. It does. does. I love that. She's one of my heroes. Well, you're doing her justice, that's for sure. Um, She's she's amazing. She is. She is amazing. She's a queen. Yeah, no, she's definitely a queen. Now, tell us about your new release, Killing Time. Killing Time. That one is uh, that one's got a little bit more of a country flair to it, I would say. Okay. You know, it's more of a uh, not even that much more country. It's more of like a t- if you add a bit of like Tom Petty style rock and roll into the mix, you know, just a little lighter rock. It's uh, it's kind of a love song, torrid love song. They're all about love, all about love, all about life breaking up, moving on, you know, it's just about like somebody that you just, you know, when you're in love with somebody mm-hmm. and that person's not in love with you. Mm. And when you come to that realization that you're just not the, you're just not right. You know, you're just not right for each other. And that person's like, dude, I thought this was just, you're just killing time. Just killing time. Oh, I know. Humping and dumping. <laughs> that's a good catchphrase. Pumping and dumping. That's basically what we've been doing. Pumping and dumping. I like that. That's so, how people are, though. You know, that when you're young, you just like just and banging somebody. Some one person's playing house, and the other person is just like getting laid and having fun. That's true. You know. That's true. So that's, what, that's what that's about. All righty. I can't wait to hear that, that one. You know, yeah, that, that's going to be out, like, right away here, like, very soon, in the next few weeks. But, uh, yeah, right now I just, uh, yeah, I got a, my websites up right now. There's a bunch of merchandise up on there, lots of cool stuff. We'll have to. We'll have to every color. Fanny packs, like. I love fanny packs. It's probably my number one accessory in life because it's better than a purse because purses are very easy to lose. Yeah, they are. Stolen, you know, you know, you can't, I can't, I'm not going to lose something that's tied around my waist. No. Also, it gives you two hands. As a woman, as a woman, it's, I feel it's insulting that I only get to have one really good hand to use in life because I have to hold the other one with a purse. Like, I'm like, why can't I use both my hands? So I'd rather use a fanny pack. You want to be free. (laughs) Freedom. You want freedom. Yeah, we need freedom. So now you have music. You don't want to put pockets in our pants. We'll just wear it on our belts. There you go. There you go. Now you Ladies, have music videos. Pardon? You have, you have music videos and you create your own videos? I do. I make all of my own videos. 
most of them. Like I have help from other people. Okay. Um, baby, baby doll was like a collaboration with uh, director Frenzy. He's a, a Canadian, and Jeb Films from Los Angeles, and me. And yeah, and I edited it because it's fun. And I've been shooting all my own cover videos and stuff. And I'm gonna have some uh, do a collaboration with the Killin' Time video. Mm-hmm. I'm just not sure exactly who I'm gonna be working with on it yet, but we'll get to that. And uh, yeah, but I've been doing my own videos for all my cover songs because it's so much fun. I love shooting. I love editing. I want to do like a little web series of some sort. Just not sure yet what kind, but uh, we'll figure it out. So uh, filming is just so much fun. Filming is awesome. Filming and editing is awesome. That's awesome. Maybe your show could be about speaking your truth. Since you're very vocal, it would be all about you. Your docu-series about making your music and you know, speaking from your your soul. Oh, that's such a great idea. I love great ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Why not? Give it that way more yeah, people that's great. know you. You know, and I actually have basically, well, I've been, I film like all, I film everything. I've tried to film like all of my jams and stuff and That's all when I'm hanging out. And I've been, I've got all this footage. And so I'm like, what should I do with it all? I guess I want to use it in a creative way. And that's actually a great idea. Yeah. Put it together. You know, more and more people need that. They need to see, you know, our process and everything that we go exactly. through. Great <laughs> idea. Oh, see, that's awesome. I'm so happy right now. Yeah, do it. Together. I can't wait to see it. Um, what's the one thing you wish you had known before you be- began your career? Um, it's most important to just trust yourself. Mm. And uh, just don't be hard on yourself. Mm. Just have fun. And, like, really uh, fuck what a hater says. Basically, that's probably the most important thing. Like, fuck haters. Like, seriously, if somebody's going to be negative, just get them out. Just get them out. Who cares? You don't need it. Just go have fun. Who cares? <laughs> it's music. It's, 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 it's an expression of your soul. If somebody's not going to like it, who gives a shit? Just have fun. They, it doesn't matter who loves it, as long as you feel good doing it. That's Amen. the most important. Amen. <laughs> Music is subjective. Remember that not everybody's gonna like your, what you're doing, and many people will love what you're doing. So you have to take everything exactly. Exactly. My friend always says music is like cake, and everybody loves cake. Mm-hmm. But there's a million different types of cake, right. you know, and they're all good to somebody. You might not like Black Forest cake, but a lot of people love Black Forest cake. So That's just, right. Who cares? Let the people eat their cake and fuck off. Like, go eat your cake. (laughs) There you go. There you go. What is a quote that you like to live by or a message? It is what it is. (laughs) That is tough, though. I don't know if I have a quote yet. I'll think about a great one in three hours. Yeah, then, okay, then you can just message me and let me know what you thought of. But, you know, you did say it is what it is. 
that is not a bad one to live by. It is what it is. It is what it is, you know. No matter what you do, it's just your choice to be happy. you got to choose to be happy. That is very true. You know, that's what it, that's that's really what I live by. At the end of the day, I choose to be happy, no matter what's going on. You know, like I can be. Bad things can happen, and you have every right. You got to feel those bad things, feel the sadness. You know, but don't let it take away from your overall happiness as a human being, because that's that's right. It doesn't have to. You know, it doesn't. What do you choose love your most? own path? <laughs> right. What, what do you do love? most about being an artist freedom that it gives you in life in general like literally as an artist there's nobody really has any expectations of anything even down to like what you're going to wear you can go to a formal party and you can kind of dress how you would like and nobody's going to be like well why isn't nikki dressed in some fancy attire right so nikki Nikki plays in a rock and roll band. That's what, you know, it's all good. That's why she's wearing all black and some Converse because it's Nikki. But then I can dress up if I want. But no, but you know, but even just like that, like it's just the freedom. You get this whole freedom in life that I feel like you don't experience if you uh, aren't an artist. True. We have. Because I, like, I create everything. Like even my house is, most of my stuff is, I try to, I make a lot of my own clothes. I love sewing. I love to make art. I like to just make stuff, you know? That is freedom. It is that freedom, is- you know? I just, uh, and it's, and the freedom of, the freedom of expression, because that's the one thing most people will say is like, oh, it's just so great that you can express yourself that way, you know? And that's how, it, when every artist I admire or look up to or, see it's just like I'm always amazed I'm like wow like just to be able to express that emotion is amazing you know to be free to express that yourself in whatever way you see fit it's just a beautiful thing (laughs) amen amen well Nikki it's been an honor to have you on chatting with Nat if anybody wants to follow you on Instagram it's Nikki V Music on Facebook it's Nikki V Music her website is NikkiVMusic.com. She is awesome. She speaks her truth. She doesn't hold back. She is a bullshit artist performer, and that's for sure. You got to follow her. She's going to do a documentary because I gave her the idea. She's going to do it, y'all. So you got to find her and find her. So, Nikki, thank you so much for being on my show. It's been an honor. Um I will follow you. Thank you for having me. I've had so much fun. It's been great. Everyone check out my website. Go buy a t-shirt. Buy a hoodie. Buy a blanket. Or a bikini. Buy something. <laughs> Support the artist, damn it. <laughs> Booty shorts. <laughs> a fanny pack. A fanny Support pack. Artists. On her way. No more handbags. That's right. I said it here. No matter. Go to our website, www.nikkivmusic.com. You can get amazing things here. And then you can get to know a great artist. Thank you, Nikki. Exactly. I hope you have Thank a great week. All right. And that, my dears, was Nikki V. Until next time on Chatting with Nat. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women 
seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Love your voice.